What's up, everybody? It's Sam with Rowdy Alternative. And uh, today we have uh, Max and JT from uh, Lost Hearts. How you boys doing? Good. Doing fantastic, man. How are you? Good, man. Just It actually kind of sucks. Uh, at my uh, bathroom, there's a gigantic leak in the fucking ceiling, so... I'm gonna oh try and yeah, I'm gonna try and put that in the back of my mind for this because we gotta focus on you guys. So, <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, let's hop into it. Just uh, so people who uh, who don't know who you are, uh, who like I know you guys are uh, around the Nashville area a lot, right? Yes, we are all based out of here. Okay, cool. So I guess let's start at the beginning, guys. Uh, how to? I guess just how did you guys uh, form? How did you guys get together and uh, start uh, Lost Hearts? Well, so I mean, we all met kind of playing with other bands, you know. I mean, we're all we're all in our twenties, but we've been playing, you know, we've been playing with other bands. I think all of us for probably about ten years, and so you know how it goes, just bouncing from from band to band and everything, and meeting people, and we just all liked each other, you know. We were kind of friends first, and then decided, you know what, we're all sane people. We're all we like to think we are at least and you know we all like, <laughs> like so we just decided to put it together and we all kind of had a had that goal of like not not even that goal but just like that uh that same desire to write the same kind of music you know what i mean yeah so did you did you guys gel uh, pretty quick when you guys first got together or did you have to take a while to find your uh sound I think we gelled pretty quick. I think, uh, like, me and the other guitar player had been in a band before, so we had already, I think, kind of had some chemistry there, and then with the other guys, I think we all very quickly. Cool. So, uh, when I uh, first heard you guys, I I'm new to your guys' music, relatively new. Uh, Nick, who runs Ray's Rowdy, he actually saw you guys uh, in Nashville very recently. I don't remember exactly when it was, but um, yeah, yeah we, and like, I oh, met you, him. you, okay, because mm -hmm. he's yeah. friends with uh, one of my other friends, Cassidy Daniels, who's a oh yeah, I know Cassidy. Yep, and so uh, she actually brought him to the show or told him to come out, and uh, yeah, met everybody. It was here at the uh, the Vinyl Lab when we played around New Year. Okay, sweet. Yeah. So he sent me some videos because I'm more it raised Rowdy's like a country kind of leaning thing, but not when I've started. Uh, I, I'm much more of a rock guy, so right. they kind of they kind of said, "All right, if you like rock, just write about rock, do stuff about rock." So he sent me a video of you guys. He's like, "You're gonna love these dudes." So I went and you know looked up your guys' music and everything, and it's sick, man. It's 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 really sick. Um, it's like to me, it's there's a poppy element to it but it's like almost like glam like glam rockish glam you know if that makes any sense so i guess what i'm i'm trying to ask is like what do you guys in your opinion what would you guys put yourself in if you had to like label a genre on it if you had to i don't know what do you think it's it's a hard <laughs> the hard thing to place i think because you know all of us i mean obviously you say rock but then there's like rock kind of splits into like a million different subgenres, you know what I mean? Right. Really yep. look and um you know, I think all of us like a lot of different styles of music and styles of rock definitely. So it's hard, but there's definitely 
you know, a glam kind of, and that's something we even talked about. Like when we, when we dress up, you know, when we, when we get on the stage, you don't want to, you don't want to look like, you know, t-shirt and jeans. I mean, that's cool if that's what you're going for, Yeah. but it's not really what we were, you know, wanting to do. We wanted to make sure that, you know, it looks like there's that certain effect. I feel like mm-hmm. when, um, when you know everybody's just dressed like to a T, you know what I mean, and yeah, playing you know guitars and everything, and just you know rocking. And I think there's certainly an influence of that. Yeah, and I, honestly, I think nowadays it's not really you don't have to put a label on it. There's so many different like like genre bending acts out there. Like it's almost irrelevant at this point. You're just you, and um. I think, I think that takes a that says a lot about a band, to where it's like if you listen to them, like you're like okay that's Lost Hearts, you know what I mean? So do you guys right. feel do you guys feel like in your opinion, uh, do you guys feel like you found what you guys want to sound like, or is this something you're always going to progress towards something different, which is also good. It's just like what do you guys think? Like in your own lane, do you, are you guys trying to sound like? something else or are you guys like happy with how it sounds i think just like as artists we're always kind of evolving and yeah. always kind of looking for looking to do something new and something different so I, I mean i'm happy with the way it's sound now but i think that we will progress and eventually maybe sound a little different yeah i mean definitely for me i feel like it'll it'll change you know what i mean and I I feel like right now it's almost like every song that we've released almost sounds different. Mm-hmm. At least they do. They sound different from each other. And so uh I definitely think it'll keep changing. Well, that's Hopefully. good. Yeah, oh well, no, I mean that's a good thing cuz like in te- I'm I'm more familiar with like Texas acts than uh uh Nashville acts at least and like the the country scene out there is basically rock now. Like they People talk about Texas. You got people like Co Wetzel and and all them guys, and it's like this, this is like grungy rock and roll, like a hodgepodge of everything. So it's really oh. cool to see that going on in Nashville. Because when a person, I live in Cincinnati, so it's like people like from over here, like we're like if people think about Nashville, they think oh country music. Like you're gonna go down there, gonna get country music. But the rock scene is insane. Uh, you guys. Uh, Revelry, I, I'm pretty good friends with Revelry. I don't know if you guys know them or not. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so speaking of the rock scene, like, would would uh, would you say that it's more of a competitive atmosphere when it comes to all the bands there, or a like more of a camaraderie kind of thing, or a mix of both? I think a mix of both. I mean, it depends. There's some people who try to kind of treat it that way. And, uh, you know, I think it's probably, you know, it's just the way they see it. But I think for the most part, people are cool and supportive of each other. And there's nothing wrong with healthy competition between Mm -hmm. bands and stuff, you know what I mean? Like, you want to make sure, if you have a band, you want to make sure that you're, you know, there's not, you say the best, I mean, everybody's different, but you want to make sure that you're at least one of the best. You know what I mean? If you can be. Yeah. yeah. So. Right. Yeah. We yeah, have so- a, lot, a lot of friends here in the, in the rock scene. There's definitely a rock scene. And I, when I'm like, 
when we're traveling and we tell people, oh, Nashville, they're like, what are you, Nashville rock band, what? And uh, they're like, <laughs> country there. But I mean, and of course, it's primarily country, but um, there's still a lot of rock bands. Yeah. Do you guys dabble in the country at all? Like out there, like, do you really like go out to country shows or is that just not your scene? Just with it being so prominent. I mean, we do kind of, you know what I mean? It's not like, mm-hmm. I mean, if you go down to Broadway, they're always playing country, of course, but we don't really hang out on Broadway either. But I mean, I like country. I like old country music a lot. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. The classics, man. Um, classics. Yeah. Uh, so do you think, uh, since you you guys live it every day, do you guys, what would the state of the rock scene be like there in your opinion? Is it like growing? Is it still relatively small or like, what do you guys think about that? It seems like it's been growing to me at least. Yeah. There's a lot of rock band. It seems like you're always seeing new ones popping up. So I think it's, it's definitely growing. It might it might grow slowly, but it's like, you know, mm-hmm. there are a lot of people moving here and a lot of people moving here from like LA and you know, other big cities because they're just outrageous. You know, and Nashville is, is sort of outrageous too, but at the same time, like I'm from North Carolina and when I, when I come to Nashville it's like I still feel like home somewhat. When I go to these other cities, it's just like seems like another world almost. Sometimes. So yeah. So speaking of like when you like moved to Nashville, because that that just sounds like super. Like, that's a huge decision to do. Be you being from your hometown, like we're all we're not none of us are uh, from there. So what was the most challenging thing that you guys faced when you like set out on this dream and like first move there what was the most challenging thing you had to deal with i think uh or the thing that i think about with the band that when we started was just trying to find people who were committed mainly just trying to find a drummer who was committed like half of the you know everybody wants the problem in nashville and it's not even a problem but it's just a problem for what we were trying to do is um you know, it's pretty easy to make a living, mm-hmm. but that's the thing. Everybody works pretty much as a hired gun, you know? Okay. And so that was one struggle was trying to find somebody who was not just looking for a check, you know what I mean? Who was actually into what we were doing. That was a big time struggle because you think you would think, you know, everybody in Nashville would be easy to find a drummer. Not really. Without if if you don't want to pay somebody, you know what I mean. And it's not like we don't want to pay somebody, but it's just like you know, start. Of course, starting out, starting anything, a business, a band, it's like there's not a lot of money in the beginning. Yeah. So so how long did it take you to find like your current lineup? Who like were the guys who were all in, ready to do it, no matter what? Well, we had the three of us, uh, me and JT and Victor had met and, um, you know, we were all kind of, it's funny because we were all kind of guitar players, you know what I mean? And mm. I had a little bit, but this is the first band I've ever come and like been the front man, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, uh, 
I say that's been well, but um, you know, so yeah, it was the three of us just looking for a drummer for at least <laughs> three three months, four months, just right. <laughs> you know, looking for that drummer. So you said so. This being like your first band, or this you said the first time being a front man was that? How was that like slipping into that role? Because that also had to be a be quite a challenge at first. Or yeah, I mean, maybe still is. You know, it's definitely. Uh, but I enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot. But it's it's definitely been you know something that something that I've always wanted to do, and I'm glad I'm doing it. But it's been a challenge. Yeah. So um, for your guys' live shows, and I went back and, and I watched uh, some videos of it. Uh, do you, how would you describe a Lost Hearts live show? Because it's so interesting asking all these groups and artists, like, what they think of it. Because, like, anyone, like, anyone in the audience can make their own conclusions about it. Like, what would you guys say, like, you're most proud of in your live show or like we try to do this, we try to do that. What, what do you guys set out to do every show you play? Um, I don't know. I think we set out to play a good high energy rock and roll. Show. Yeah. I definitely think like, like we were talking about, you know, with the whole, whatever you want to call it, glam or, you know, just that sort of, you know, older rock vibe of like just trying to put on a show. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. there's some that you know it's either like people have their own style of putting on a show, and uh, it's a different sort of thing. You know, maybe it's you know some of the things that rock bands do are not as appropriate for those styles of music. But you know, as much as we uh, and we have we've been writing some more songs that are you know kind of pop kind of indie rock you know whatever and there's definitely a pop element to our music i think but it's like when we do get on the stage it is pretty rock and we're def- and we look like a rock band i think and we we move and perform like a rock band or try to and uh, <laughs> yeah yeah so being playing the kind of music you guys do, like were you guys able to like like rub shoulders with any of those like old school like seventies, eighties, nineties guys, like who who like you might consider like a mentor or an inspiration? A few. Yeah, I mean, it's not like we're over here hanging out with like Aerosmith or anything. <laughs> but there's definitely been some people. I mean, when we uh one that I can think of off the top of my head was when we got to open for uh, Hailstorm. Oh, wow. And, um, you know, that was pretty awesome. And, you know, they were, they were, we, and we've opened for a lot of people. And it's like some people are super nice. Some people are just there to do their job. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But super outgoing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we see them like around Nashville and stuff and they're always just super nice people, you know, and obviously their band is great. Yeah. Do you guys know do you know uh, RJ from Hailstorm? Yeah. Yep. Yes. I uh I had him on here with uh 
Taylor Carroll in their little project called uh, Chemical Fire. It's him and Taylor Carroll's the drummer for Lit. And uh, yeah. I was and I was talking to them on here, and man, RJ is a goon. Like when <laughs> they they were talking on this, I, I hardly had to say anything. It was just them going back and forth, just talking the whole time. Like, all right, boys, make my job a lot easier. So I was just funny you mentioned that. Yeah, no, but that's what I'm saying. They're all super nice and outgoing. Yeah. <laughs> so, we're, have you guys played like any like festivals or anything yet? Uh, we did one in Texas. Yeah. With um, it was what was it called? Tacos, Tacos and Tequila Festival. Yeah. Ooh. With this and um, Third Eye Blind. Yeah. Bad Flower. Blackstone Cherry. Bunch of cool bands. Yeah. It was. It was a cool. It was a cool festival. A smaller festival. Wasn't like the major one, but you know, it was still right. good. Well, how was that experience then? Your first time playing on a festival stage? <laughs> it was it was it was cool. It was Texas in the middle of the summer, so it was like <laughs> so I feel like and that's I mean we've and I've done some festivals outside of this band and you know, like I said, not the major, but just any time it's like a festival setting and there's bands like you know, more than ten bands. It just it just turns into a shit show really quick. I feel like if it's not organized properly, you know what I mean. It's just yeah. it's tough. I mean, there's no sound check. There, you just plug and play, you know. And I mean, when we were playing, it was like it was. They said it was like 110 degrees, like literally. <laughs> it was hot, hot, hot. God damn. Hot. Yeah, I, I can only imagine because. I, that was actually what I was about to ask you that next, like compared to like a regular show, it just seems like it seems like a shit show. And that's what I hear all the time. People will say it's awesome, but when it comes to like the logistics, it's like hit or miss. And if it's miss, it's a it's a bad time. But uh Totally. Yeah. Um did so what about uh like venues around Nashville then? Uh like what 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 are some of your guys' favorite ones to play there? I mean, we just played at the Vinyl Lab. I liked, or the Vinyl Lounge. It's the Vinyl Lab and the Vinyl Lounge are like the same thing, pretty much. But they also press vinyl bar, and so uh, yeah, we enjoyed that venue a lot. The Vinyl Lounge was actually cool. I think my favorite that we've done as a band is uh, Basement East. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. And, I mean, there's smaller places we play, too, like the 8th Room, which is a newer place. It used to be called Douglas Corner, which was kind of a legendary venue. And, um, yeah, this guy bought it, and he's turned it into this kind of little hip spot, and all the bands are playing there, and they're doing all kinds of, they throw parties and stuff. It's it's a cool place. Sweet. Do you ever get, like, burnout i guess is the word to use it not burnout but like do you guys like yes. when you play yes yes <laughs> oh i mean because we do this but then there's like there's other life stuff some of us are in other bands you mm. know what i mean you know because it's like like i said being an original band you gotta sometimes figure out other ways of of making money you know it's like mm-hmm. if you 
I think we all really care about this band, and that's why we devote so much time to it. It's because we want to see it grow. But, yeah, you always, you know, you got to make ends meet. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's what, when I get kind of burned out, is when, like, I'll go play shows with somebody else, you know, and then, um, you know, try to make some money, and then I come back here, and then, you know, you might have stuff going on during the week, and then you're you're gone again. I mean, I don't think I've been... If if we looked at the past year, like the amount of shows that the amount of time that we've been home has been not a lot between everybody playing mm-hmm. and our band playing and just whatever. It's been pretty crazy. Well, how do you manage that kind of lifestyle then? Because that just sounds super stressful. As a that sounds stressful to me, but I'm not a musician. You guys are. How do you guys deal with that? Like, is there a certain, like, you meditate? What do you do? <laughs> I don't know. I think we're all pretty chill people. So, it's, yeah. <laughs> don't really have too much of a problem with it. It can be stressful, but I, don't, I think we don't let ourselves get too stressed out, though. Yeah. Um, and we have fun. You yeah, know that's what I mean? Thing. We're all having a good time. So. Everybody's having a good time. We're all in our 20s. You know, it's not like we're, like, you know, 45 out here and you know roughing it we're roughing it but we're roughing it in our 20s that's what you're supposed to do you know and um it's it's a lot of fun at the end of the day and we enjoy it and i mean it's what i think everybody has the understanding of like this is what we're here to do you know Mm -hmm. we're all here to play music so yeah we're doing it yeah I mean, you have to have that mindset to keep going, I guess. Um, with uh, You mentioned the Vinyl Lab earlier, and I, that reminded me, I was talking to the Hippies and Cowboys guys like a couple of weeks ago, and they oh, were yeah. talking Yeah, they were talking about getting their, uh, I think it was their live album on vinyl. I forget which one it was. But um, yeah, they were talking about how cool that is and everything. Are you guys, do you guys think about doing that, getting into the vinyl game? It's pretty big right now. For sure. I mean, we got four songs out right now, but when we record, um, we're going to put out an EP here soon, and then we're going to get it pressed onto vinyl, definitely. You, you guys big vinyl fans yourselves? Yes. Yes. Big. Yeah. I've, I have a lot of vinyl. A lot. A lot. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I got a lot, too. It's just cool. It's cr- Crazy how addicting it is, I guess. Do you guys go, do you go for, uh, let's say you're in a record store, and this is just me being curious. Uh, do you go for like, because some people get like the brand new shiny, like it looks great, or they get like the the rare ones. I go through the used section and get like the $2 ones and just stock up. Like, What do you guys do if you get your vinyl? Totally. I mean, I'll go there and I'll, yeah, I'll go like, there's some antique stores that sell old vinyl for the most part. Some do, some sell new stuff. And I mean, I'll go there, and you know, if, if something, if it's something I really like and is reasonably priced, but I usually try to keep them like, try not to spend more than like ten bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And you can get a lot of great records for like seven bucks, five bucks. I don't think a lot of people don't realize, and it varies. Right. I mean. 
there's a record I really like, and especially if it's like an old one and it's in good shape and it's something I really want, I'll pay whatever thirty bucks for it. But yeah, definitely try to try to keep it at the like five to ten bucks when I can. <laughs> yeah, I have, uh, and that reminds me, I have, uh, I went to, I think it was in Nashville. I went to a uh, record store out there. I ended up walking out with like, I think three or four Van Halen records, like, and I really? spent like maybe eight bucks. Yeah. Well, one of them is, uh, one of them's held together with with duct tape. But I mean, hey, nineteen eighty four, oh. you got to have it. <laughs> yeah, man. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah, man. So, uh, what about the writing? When you guys, uh, do you guys all sit down to write together, or is there like a one person who writes, or how do you guys? How, what's your process for that? Uh, usually, Max will kind of have an idea, and then he'll bring it to me, and we'll sit down and kind of work it into a song. Is how a lot of them come together. Yeah, yeah. We work on work on a lot of stuff, and you know, and then Victor might have some. Yeah, everyone kind of brings brings ideas to the table. People bring ideas, and I mean, especially things kind of, it usually kind of works like, yeah, we'll write something, me and and JT are usually hanging out here in the studio, we'll write something, and then, you know, but everybody's the input, because that's the thing, it's hard when you're, when you're making something to kind of see the bigger picture of what it, what it really sounds like and how, how it's really perceived. And, um, you know, that's why we have a producer as well. And so, you know, that was a problem with like, we went, we were doing, playing a lot of shows last year and we, we did a little tour and, um, we had some new songs that we had written. And so it's like, we write, all these new songs like four of them and five and bring them into the producer and they start talking about like changing them and we're like mm-hmm. it's strange because we've been playing them we've played them live like you know 20 times and yeah. so you start, and uh you know it's just weird when you get attached to something like that and then you try to change it. once you you know it's hard to hear it any other way and so but it's good to have that outside perspective to tell you yeah does that does that like bother you at all then like if you walk in the first thing they're wanting to do is change it no not really i mean that's what you that's what you hire them for you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i mean if not there's if you're not gonna listen to the producer then what's the point yeah producer yeah and i mean it depends you know what i mean there's some stuff it's a balance because there's some stuff, you know, you know what you're definitely have your heart set on. Mm-hmm. And then you know what you're also willing to change. And, you know, I mean, a lot of producers, like in history, I feel like a lot of producers have come in. I've heard a lot of stories about producers taking songs like that and changing them. And... um you know, making it a lot better. And then it, that kind of made it a hit song. You know, they'd change a chorus or something and it would change the whole song, you know? And right. so if you have somebody good, then I think you should let them kind of try it at least. You know what yeah. I mean? 
for try sure. It. You can always oh. go back. Yeah. Where do you guys record out of then? Out down there. Uh, we record with a guy named Johnny K. He did like a bunch of the Disturbed records, and he's worked with a bunch of big artists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's we record actually at his house for the most part. He's he has his uh, he has his console over at East Iris, and so we we recorded a little bit there. But for the most part, to be honest, he's got most of the stuff at his house, and so we just record it there and it's easy was that a pretty cool uh experience the first time you went and recorded with them definitely yeah, for sure yeah for sure and uh we've yeah i think we've developed a pretty good working relationship with him you know i mean we we all enjoy being around each other and that's the thing you know what i mean because i mean you can work with anybody but it's nice to feel like you have a somewhat of like a team you know what I mean? And yeah. it's like people that support what you do and, you know, like you rather than just being around. Yeah. And that could, that could go for any one of your guys's camp. Right. So like, would have you, are you guys with each release you got and you have how many songs out? You said like four or five right four. now. Yeah, so like with each release, have you been seeing like a significant like growth or like you've been picking up steam? Like, do you see that at your shows? Definitely. Yeah. Seems like as time goes on, we've just kept growing. So I think things are going well for us so far. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we've we've been figuring it out because it's like we talk about how what do we think, you know, every band obviously wants to be successful mm-hmm. i think <laughs> and um you know we talk about what what is it we really need to do to get there and i think there's it's a wide mix of things there's obviously songs you have to have songs you have to have live shows i think you have to have live shows because there's a lot of bands you know, that don't play live. And it's like, well, what are you going to do? Right. And then I think the other thing is uh, social media. I, I hate to say it, but I mean, it, it is what it is. This is That's the world we live in, you know? And um, it, I feel like if, if you want to get somewhere, and everybody's circumstances are unique, but social media is definitely going to grow your chances as a band nowadays. Yeah. By a lot. Probably. Yeah. And like, <clears throat> I, I saw you guys put out those tour vlogs and stuff and like, like stuff like that. I mean, that's what keeps people like invested, like between like song releases and shows. That's what keeps uh, fans feel feeling connected. And, uh, but yeah, like I feel like I don't think me and you guys, I think we're around the same age. So it's like, even for us being like younger, like I still, it's kind of funny how like social media was still hard to get into, even though we're like the young ones. So like, yeah. did you, do you guys like dive into like the TikTok world and all that and try to try to kick stuff off from there? Not really. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I, we do, we do try, but I mean, like as far as me, I feel like TikTok was a little bit, you know 
that was like almost the generation after us. Yeah. And I, I definitely have, uh, have we post on there and everything, but that's an app that I really never go on, to be honest. And um, other than posting for the band or posting for my stuff. But, you know, obviously the whole sh- TikTok has kind of taken over with the whole reels. You know, now there's reels and YouTube shorts and all yep. this. And, um, yeah, we've done a lot of Instagram reels. And, yep. um, you know, like I said, it's it's necessary. It's necessary, I think, along with other things. Because I've seen, I've seen people do that, too, where it's almost like you get trapped as a band into people just do that. And they get that aspect great just the socials but it's like you have to have also the the music and Mm -hmm. the live show i think or else what are you promoting you know yeah because that's what social media is is a promotions tool if you look at it that way Mm -hmm. yeah exactly you're exactly right and like i when you said that like a few a few artists come to mind it's like yeah you're you're great on tiktok like it's it's fun to watch but it's like you haven't put a song out in like two years it's like what like what are you doing but uh um so what what's your guys's thoughts on the whole spotify thing like i'm a little fuzzy on it. i just know they're basically like screwing artists over like when it comes to like streams and do you guys like understand what's going on there like can you explain it a little mainly because i'm retarded and i don't know what it means I mean, I wouldn't say that I understand it really, <laughs> but I mean, I'll tell you this, that we've gotten probably, we got, what, 150,000, something like that? Yeah, we there. probably have around 150,000 streams and we got, I think like a couple hundred dollars. Like it's not, so it's not a lot, you know what I mean? It's really mm-hmm. not, but it's also like. The, I think the thing that people miss, the p- thing that people don't think about, and obviously Spotify should pay their artists more money. Yeah. Especially, you know, the bigger artists. I think mm-hmm. that, but all artists, because smaller artists need to make a living too. But the thing that people miss is that, you know, back in the day, if you wanted to get your music heard at all, you pretty much had to have a record contract, you know? Yep. At least for today, there's a much stronger chance of if you want to be an independent act and keep yourself that way, that you have way more of a chance. And people have done it. Mm-hmm. It's still harder, I think. And I mean... If a label if a label came knocking on our door, I think if it was the right deal, we'd probably sign it because they seem to just be able to get you out there a lot easier. Of course, I mean being an independent man is tough, and mm-hmm. uh, but you know people don't think about that. Is like you can Spotify is a tool where you can upload your music. You know what I mean? You can get your music out there so much easier than you used to. Yeah. And like, there's that. It's like, it it just kind of is what it is at this point. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? I I don't know if it's going to change. Right. 
And like, it's, that is kind of interesting to think about because like you got like bands on the radio. Right. But like, and I know, I think statistically, like there's still like a bunch of people who listen to the radio, but like, I don't know anyone who does. I don't know. If, like I plug Spotify in immediately and like they have like the release radar stuff. It's like, that's how you find these artists. Like in yeah. 90% of the time, they're usually, I like them better. Most artists that aren't on the radio because they're not consistently pumping it through your speakers. Right. So it's cool. You get to like choose what you listen to. So, I mean, yeah, you got a point there. Like with just keeping it independent, keeping it small, but like at the same time, like you said, like you probably ain't going to refuse a label. You know what I mean? No, no. You know, I just feel like, unfortunately, yes, it sucks that, you know, whatever happened along the way, something happened along the way where it became okay for the artist. Because I think they probably, they didn't, they just didn't get over. They they Mm -hmm. probably, I bet you had to, and what I've kind of heard what happened is that the record companies kind of signed and said, you know, okay, you can use these artists. They somehow this became into place where that they can use them because I think that they didn't think that it was going to completely take over the world and that physical CDs and vinyl and everything would just be gone just mm-hmm. like that, you know, and it just kind of became that way. And I think they just already had the deals in place or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, guys, um, what, what do you guys have coming up for, uh, like touring and everything? You guys got any cool dates, cool shows you got coming up? So we just got off tour in December. We played with a band called 10 years. Mm-hmm. And, um, we did about 10, 11 shows with them. And so now we're back home. We have a few shows. We're playing like Nashville and we're playing St. Louis. We have some scattered shows on our website, but we're, you know, we're off for a little while now and working on being in the studio and we'll have some announcements about tours for the summer and stuff coming up soon. Yep. Hell hell yeah. Well, what about some, what about like new music and stuff? Can you say anything about any, any kind of singles dropping anything going on with that? Well, like I said, we just got, we've been, we just got off the touring season. And so, we played that and we played a lot of other shows, but we're back in the studio. And so we should have singles out as soon as possible. <laughs> Here's what I'll say is that as soon as they get recorded, then they will be out. They will be no- <laughs> right on. Yeah, soon. I hate saying that, but you know, we've been, we've been pretty crazy over here with the, the live shows and everything. We were gone pretty much every weekend. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you can do sometimes just grind in the studio, but that's how fans are, man. Just when's the next thing you got out, you drop it. And then a day later, they're still asking about the next song after that. So, yeah, (laughs) but I'm excited. I'm excited because I feel like, you know, that's the thing. I feel like it's been too long since we've put something out and it, and, I mean, we didn't really have a big choice, you know, because mm-hmm. life life just kind of, things just took over for the band. And um, I feel like we've grown a lot since the last song we've put out and a lot, and 
obviously the songs before that. And so I'm excited to put what we've got, who we are now out there. Awesome. Well, yeah, uh, that, that's awesome, guys. Um, well, what about and I and not, it's still the month of January. So with these interviews, I've been milking this question until February hits. But with it being a new year, uh, do you guys have any uh, like certain goals, like short term, long term for 2024 that you're like looking towards? Like we got to get this done like this year. Um, I think. Well, we got to put out an EP this year. That's coming soon. Coming and, soon. And just uh, <laughs> play more cool shows. Yeah. Yeah, be on the road as much as possible. That's my goal. I, yeah, I think all of us have, uh, you know, especially since this past year and what we saw, like what we accomplished with this band is like, I think we all started to take this more seriously because mm-hmm. I think we kind of what what could be possible and um you know so i think everybody's kind of just in work mode and um you know trying to write trying to do whatever everybody's just trying to work on their craft and be try to be the best they can be yeah the goal obviously goals for me is um you know yeah definitely do some more tours because that was one thing that when we did that tour, we were all we were all super pumped about it. Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah, and so we want to do more of that. Where are some places y'all are trying to hit? Like, how how far outside of Nashville do you guys go to, or do you want to go to? We'll go anywhere. Yeah, man. we want to go everywhere. We want to go everywhere. Yeah. We were talking to uh, our our other uh, guitar player is from Brazil. Oh. We're, he's trying to set something up in Brazil, and we're like, "Go, <laughs> let's let's do it." There was some rock festival going on there, and so we we're trying to get on it, and we'll see if that happens. But you know, we'll go anywhere. Literally, I mean, if it's worth it for us, you know, we we've, mm-hmm. we've played, we played Vegas a couple times. We've played up in like uh, Minneapolis. That was when we opened for Hailstorm. We. We'll play. We've been Michigan. Yeah, just did a bunch of shows in Florida. Yeah, we've just been in Florida, all over the the country. So nice. We go in. Oh yeah, well, that's a good goal to have, man. So uh, guys, thanks a lot for hopping on. I really appreciate it. It was a good conversation. Um, if you guys yeah. want to, yeah, if you guys want to put out any uh, socials, any plugs, floor's yours. Lost Hearts Rocks. LostHeartsBand.com. Keep in touch with us and come out to a show. Hell yeah. Thanks, boys. And uh, yeah, definitely go check them out live. Check them out on uh, Spotify, wherever you get your music, because it's some kick ass rock and roll. It's really good. And uh, also, uh, give me a follow at uh, Rowdy Alternative. Also, uh, follow, go find uh, Rage Rowdy. Uh, we have a website. We're on the socials too. So, uh, Thanks, everyone, for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time.